Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. Yeah, this is the Heavyweights Podcast. We're done with two weeks of the 2020 NFL season, and all I have to say is after a lackluster performance week one just across the board, nothing too exciting, no games. We basically got hit in the face with a bunch of great games and then a rash of just devastating injuries that we have not seen in at least a decade, if not more. At least seven torn ACLs, multiple players going to the IR, done for the season. We said it last week, you know, maybe... Preseason wasn't needed. That's thrown out the window. Preseason's <laughs> needed. Training camps needed. OTAs. Everything to get these players because you had a string of injuries that you've never, especially with superstar type injuries like Bosa going down, right. it, it, Cortland Sutton, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey's going to miss a few weeks minimum. It's just a terrible week for fantasy owners and NFL fans of certain franchises. Right. I mean, I unfortunately called this. We have something to look back on back when they had the, uh, the lockout a few years back, but it wasn't even like to this extent. So this is, I mean, the only good news I guess you could bring away from this is actually concussions for no fault of their own are down, right. way down this year. Right. I think I've seen Quincy Wilson, um, go out for one and that's about, I mean, there might be a few others here I'm and they're sure, going to concussion yeah. pro- protocol. But it's not multiple people every single game. Right. People. So the NFL has worked on that, but they're fl- just the rash of injuries, and we're seeing ACL tears, Achilles injuries, just more Achilles injuries than I've ever seen. I've never seen this this many in a row. There was yeah. at least four. So yeah, we'll so, get into that. But let's just kick it off. You know, we'll start with the Thursday night game. Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, two former number one overall picks. Burrow looks every bit of the part. Yeah. That offensive line cannot protect him. Jonah Williams needs to move to the right side. He's got enough weapons. Baker looked good because they didn't ask him to do too much because the Browns, they have something in this one-two attack with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Right. They're the only team in the league with two starting, absolute starting running backs, for sure. It's just- That's why they locked up Kareem Hunt, and I wouldn't be surprised if they stick with him and let Chubb walk, which I still think would be a mistake. Right. But Chubb got going Thursday night, and that was, you know, they were able to beat the, the Bengals 35-30. I'm the Browns sorry. still have some major question marks on defense outside of Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah. But the Browns looked better in week two. The Bengals, they're going to probably have a top five pick. They're just hoping Sewell will be there available, the Oregon tackle, who's the best player coming out next year. I know everybody says tank for Trevor. Sewell's the best tackle I've seen probably since Joe Thomas. Listen, we've talked about this a lot. If the Bengals can just show improvement, that can be something to move forward with. And they definitely looked apart. The they looked improved. They played the Browns tough in this game. And, you know, the Browns have the better team. They should win this game. They found a way to do it. But Joe Burrow looked like the better quarterback to me. And he, oh, for sure. Yeah. He threw the ball 60 times, but he kind of had to. They couldn't right. get Joe Mixon going too yeah. much. But Burrow looked every bit of that number one overall pick. He's the future. He was the best quarterback coming out this year. Still looks like that. I know we haven't seen Tua play yet, but Burrow looks special. Right. I kind of saw a funny meme over the um, over that game. They said Baker actually played great, fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. Right. I mean, uh, <laughs> like, and, but if you have that many great quarterbacks in that league, it's not a bad. I mean, you've got a potential he, Hall of Famer in Ben Roethlisberger. Right. You got the four, the reigning M- NFL MVP. You got the number one overall pick right. in Burrow, who 
for now, we're only two games in, but looks to be that part. Right. Somebody's not gonna is gonna be the worst, and unfortunately, it's if looking Baker like can him. take it to the next level, and I'm glad what they did here was just focus on the run game. The Browns could actually could make some a good run. Listen. He doesn't even have to take it to another level. If he plays like this the rest of the year, they can have a shot to, yeah. to be in every game. As That's long right. as he stops turning the fucking ball over, they're going to be fine. All right. Well, let's move on to the Sunday games. Our first game that we kind of did our pick them last week. Yeah. I took the Colts. You guys both took the Vikings. Ugh. Vikings are wow. bad. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. At least for right now, I know we're only two games in. I was wrong. Biggest shocker. Cousins looks lost. They have no defensive line. They have no defense to speak of. And the Colts just ran away with that game. And they only won 28 to 11. T.Y. drops that wide open 50, 50 yard touchdown pass, but they were able to get Jonathan Taylor going early and often. He's going to look like a stud at receiver. Moale Cox, their backup tight end, stepped in the starting spot with Jack Doyle out. And the offensive line controlled that entire game. Quentin Nelson was back. Anthony Costanzo had a great game. Braden Smith looked good. Kelly was his normal self. Lewinsky was all right, but the Colts look better. Granted, they played the Vikings. You know, they had that upset loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But lucky for them, before their bye, they've got some easy opponents coming up because they got the Jets coming in town next week, and we'll get to them in a little bit. But for now, the Colts are back to one and one. They're back in that AFC South race. They did start off on that zero and two hole, which we've seen them do so many times. The Vikings aren't making the playoffs at this point. Right. I didn't. I didn't think they were, but I thought they would be a lot better than they are. I can't lie, but. The biggest thing to me in this game was field position, and it played a real big factor. And the Colts had, you know, the Vikings had a couple bad punts and some a few a lot of turnovers actually. But every time the Colts didn't score, they put the Vikings down inside their own twenty, and that they Roberto Sanchez has yeah. been one of the better punters in the league ever since Pat McAfee retired. But Julian Blackman, the rookie safety, tore his ACL nine and a half months ago. He comes in, Hooker goes down with that injury. You know, he has that big pass breakup. Uh, Kari Willis ends up getting the yeah. interception off that. He looked good. Yeah. So the Colts' depth has actually been able to show over these two weeks because they are one of the teams that has been devastated by the injury bug. And they finally ran the fucking ball. They ran the <laughs> wheels off of it, and I'm happy. I was I was happy to see that. They, they limited Phillip Rivers' amount of times he had the ball in his hands and touching. So he had that one – Tip pass for an interception that wasn't his fault, but then he had another pass that easily could have been intercepted that he got lucky Michael Pittman made a hell of a play. So we'll see if they can continue this formula of running the fucking football, but if they don't... Let's um, let's just move on to the next game. The Chicago Bears hosted the New York Giants. <laughs> Battle of the legendary quarterbacks. Danny Dimes looked oh like trash. God. Mitchell Trubisky looked like trash. The Bears go up 17 nothing at halftime. Mitchell half Trubisky did not really look that bad, man. He is seventh in touchdown passes. He's tied with Patrick Mahomes in touchdown passes and has more than... Are you really Lamar sitting Jackson. here right now trying to compare Mitchell Trubisky to Patrick Mahomes? I'm just Mahomes. saying he is looking a lot better than what he has. And the Bears are 2-0. So, 18 of 28, 190 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. A possible third one that was dropped. But it wasn't. Took four sacks, 78 quarterback rating. He does not look good. Yeah, the answer is not Trubisky. The defense carried him, and they got away from running the ball because they got Montgomery involved early and often and then kind of went away from it. They've got to be able to close teams out because they've been fortunate enough to be able to play the Giants and Lions early on. Yeah, you can't sit here and look at those numbers or watch that game because I watched part of that game too. You can't sit here and tell me that Mitchell Trubisky was the even the biggest factor or the second biggest factor where they won that game. I just think he's a better factor than Foles. And I think if, if 
Pulls those in, they'd be one and one. 30 Which, seconds ago, he was just trying to compare him to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I wasn't. I'm just saying he has the stats. I didn't say he was fucking Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he does Lamar Jackson. He does. I'm just saying he has just as many touchdowns as Patrick Mahomes and one more than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And guess who he played? The fucking Giants and the Lions. That's who, that's the two teams he played. So let's not fucking jump on his fucking bandwagon. I know you've been on it your entire life. <laughs> I gotta stay on it until he just goes. Okay. No, no, you can't. You can't just jump on these dudes' bandwagons and then out of fucking nowhere when they finally prove to you that they suck, which takes longer than anything I've ever seen. Because don't forget about Danny Dimes in this game: twenty-five for forty, two forty-one, and a pick. I mean, he let him late to try to tie the game after Saquon was out, but he still doesn't look like the answer. I don't. Giants are the worst team in that division, and Washington really isn't that good. And Philadelphia is fucking terrible right now. And the Giants are the worst team in that division, and they might have the worst quarterback in that division. Well, I, in my opinion, if they're sitting there with the number one overall. They're pick, taking Trevor Lawrence. That, that you have, or yeah. even, but you have to go back if they have the second or third overall pick. You've got to consider Justin Fields at that point yeah. too. Dimes does not look any bit of the answer. He had those. Two good starts where he came from behind and won. Right. Also, granted, he, four times in those games. But he, granted, he's lost his best player for the rest of the year. Saquon's out. That's unfortunate. You know, Slayton goes down with that injury. Or not Slayton. It was um, their other receiver. Uh, Shepard. Sterling Shepard goes down. Yeah. It just It's not off to a good start. Joe Judge will get more than just this year. It's just that roster oh, yeah, is completely fine. depleted. And it's not looking good. The Bears have to play some tougher competition here coming up. We're actually going to find who they really are. And I right. that defense is good enough, but they need someone to be able to lead them and be able to put their foot on someone's throat and pull away from games. That's two weeks in a row. They almost blow fourth quarter leads again. Right. So we'll move on to blowing leads. <laughs> Since 2018, the Atlanta Falcons are 14-20. and 20. Dan Quinn is not going to make it through this year. They were up 29 to 10 at halftime. They were up by so much. Matt Ryan played the perfect game. Right. In NFL history, since stats were started, teams were 440, yeah, turnovers. Yeah, but. 440 and 0 when they've scored at least 39 points and not turned the ball over. Yeah. At one point, StatCast and Elias said, the Dallas Cowboys had a 0.9% chance to win this game. They come back, get the easiest onside kickoff I've ever, oh my God. I've ever seen. The I'm Falcons just stare at it, yeah. and they win. Quinn's not making it through this season. He's lost that locker room. He's lost that team. There is so much talent that is being wasted with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley. Let's Dallas Goder looks great. Gurley looks great. They've got some defensive pieces. The offensive line's better. They have just pissed away these first two weeks. Yeah, Falcons, they just – if they don't get rid of Dan Quinn after what I've seen so far. Dallas desperately needed this week because they had to Seattle this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a good game. They're going to – yeah, it will be. They always – that's always a good game usually. But kudos to Dak for, you know, hanging in there and coming back. But the, the story of the game, I hate to say it, is that fucking onside kick. I've never, <laughs> I've never actually seen anything like that. I mean, I like to talk shit about Hank Basket all the time. That was way worse than that. And, and you know, Quinn wants to take the responsibility. We coach in that way. I get the ball has to go ten yards, but when you're right there, go fucking get it. 
go hit a Dallas Cowboy. Right. Yeah, You're allowed to hit them. Yeah, you don't have to touch the ball. Go knock someone out. Like any two, like this is something right there in the first place. Yeah. I saw. Hayden Hurst was staring yeah. at the ball. He watched <laughs> it. He was standing on the sidelines. I don't know if he was hoping it went out of bounds or, or what. He was hoping. That's right. He just caught a forty-yard touchdown pass. Right. right. I mean, I don't he, know. he played good. But I was fortunate enough to play a couple years in college. Plus, you know, I played them my entire life. This is something you go over in your walkthrough every single day before the the game. It, every walkthrough you yeah. go through onside kicks. But if you didn't learn this shit in little league football, <laughs> I got problems. Yeah. Like with you, I mean, dude. Come the fuck on. It's 10 yards, you know, and you can go get it at any point. There's no reason that that should have happened, and the Falcons are going to get their coach fired. The Cowboys have to get off to faster starts. This yeah. offense is lethal and can score at any time. It's taking them about a quarter to a quarter and a half to get into games, and it's going to bite them in the ass when they – That was their biggest problem last year. The Rams were able to hold on because they had a good enough defense. Yeah. The Falcons couldn't control the line of scrimmage. Dallas still has that, but Dak looked good again. He yeah. really did. Zeke looks good. They've got weapons all over the field. Yep. CD Lamb looked. Well, he better. looked. Now look, he's going to be a big part of this offense now. He should be. Thank you, Alan Fish, for that trade in fantasy. All right, we'll move on. The Packers <laughs> moved to two and zero. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones make it look too easy. They just walk all over the Lions. The Lions will get Kenny Galladay back for Week Three. Finally, yeah. The Lions, I know we had talked about maybe, you know, the potential to win six to seven games. Reeves, I think you had them at nine and nine seven. seven. You're an idiot. I have start off 0-2. It's all right. Okay. No, uh, this no, defense no is bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you have a starting quarterback that gets to play the Lions that week, Better start you're just walking around all week just pumped. Kenneth, Kenneth Murray this week. <laughs> Who? Or Kenneth Murray, the, the, so the Murray. linebacker. <laughs> Jesus hey, he might be able to still throw on him. Kyler Murray, my bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but the the only thing in this game really note for me is Devontae Adams came a little out he's of the got the hamstring injury. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Right. But, yeah, he's uncertain for week three. I, I think if this was a playoff game, he's playing next week. But you you got to get him through 16 games. He's your best offensive weapon, bar none. As much as Aaron Jones had a breakout year last year, led the league in rushing touchdowns. Right. It is Devontae Adams, and we know that. Right. But Rodgers still playing with that vendetta. I know he had two touchdowns. He controls the entire game. So, R-E-L-A-X. Right. Packers are just fine. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And if they let him go at the end of this season, LaFleur is an idiot. Oh, yeah. And he can come to Indy. He's, he'll, he'll go ahead and I can't get, wait to see him just fucking flip shit. They won't, be le- they won't be letting him go anytime <laughs> soon. Or LaFleur will be finding a new job as well. <laughs> but let's move on to another battle in the AFC South. We had the Titans versus the Jaguars. Hell of a game, actually. Jaguars came back, tied this game up in the fourth, and then the Titans ended up winning it 33-30. to uh, yeah, Gostowski had that 49-yard field goal with about a minute, minute and a half left. Yeah. I think he just needs pressure to be able to nail a kick. Are yeah, we not talking about Gardner Minshew and being a legit real, right? NFL starter it's, it's at this point, real. though? Are we undervaluing him? I think we did. Because if the Jaguars still the number one pick, I still think they go with Lawrence, but Minshew... And just keeps proving everybody wrong. And he doesn't really have big-name weapons to throw to, but he's making everything work. And their undrafted free agent running back, James Robinson, looks legit. The best undrafted free agent running back we've seen since... Uh, who Arian Foster? Philip Lindsay. Phil, not uh, that or uh, Redskins running back uh, um, RG3's rookie year that they uh, got. Fucking uh, shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why am I just Morris? No. Alfred Morris. It is Alfred, Alfred Morris. Morris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I Yeah. <laughs> those are some of the names. Yeah. I think he's better than Philip Lindsay. I, I do, and that's nothing against Philip Lindsay, but this dude is the real deal. Their defense has got some damn good pieces. Miles Jack's a great linebacker in this league. Yeah. I think he had another thirteen tackles. Joe Schobert's no slouch. You know, they they're all right. They're they're gonna be a lot better than anyone predict anyone predicted. If they go two and four though, I can still look at this team and, and I say can say that they improved and that Marone is getting the best out of his players, and maybe we're looking at ownership like Shaka Khan's an idiot, which I thought he already was putting Tom Coughlin in charge because he already ruined Ran the Giants into the ground before he was left New York. Granted, he got the two Super Bowls, but he wasn't the right person to put in that situation. And, and maybe the Jaguars just finally got all the turmoil out of the building. Maybe that was a lot to do with it. Maybe you still got to answer to that. No, I, I get it. I get it. Ten years of horrible draft. Right, I'm just saying. Right now, maybe you got all that turmoil out of the building, and maybe they're just building on it. They look like a middle of the pack team right now. I agree. All right, so we'll move on. We'll go to the the AFC East. Elephant, another hell of a game. Yeah. The Dolphins have a thin roster. They look better. They're still at least a few years away. Still the Dolphins. Josh Allen has looked great through two weeks. He had another four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs finally went off. My question is here, yes, they were able to beat the, the Dolphins. They beat the Jets in week one. Right. Don't get too high for me on Josh Allen just yet. Right, but look out. But he's doing great. But they, it's a mixture, I think, of he has improved straight up with their offense. You know, they finally got him a number one receiver. Looks more accurate for sure. The defense is still elite. But don't take that with almost a grain, not a full grain of salt, but a little bit because sure. they, the competition they have faced. Right. And they've got a big test coming in this week. Yeah. Yep. Until he plays the Patriots, I really don't care what he's This could be a tough matchup yeah. with fucking uh, LA Rams coming we'll in. We'll get into that later. No, I know. I'm just saying. But the, for now, the Bills move to 2-0. Oh, they're, they're in front. But this is the Apparently. Bills and Patriots division. They're going to battle mm-hmm. out all yeah. year. You know, the Dolphins might sneak a win in. Maybe the Jets. But at this point, I don't see the Jets winning a game. Nope, nope. So, we're actually going to move on to the next one because the 49ers. Oh, the Jets. Oh, Jesus Christ. They lose everyone and still trounce the Jets. My favorite fact is the Jets have three offensive touchdowns for the year. All garbage time. All garbage time in the second half when the games don't matter. Adam Gase has never been a head coach in this league, has never been an offensive coordinator in this league, and still has a job, and he needs to go. This team is done for. I love, love Frank Gore. He is going to play forever. It seems Why like. did he sign with the Jets? <laughs> because they were... Well, all right. I he does Gase he's starting offense. a game at 36. Right. I mean, he... Is one of the greatest running backs of all time, just in long, straight up longevity. Right. But this team is so bad, and the fucked up part is, is they have ten Colts castoffs. There's a reason Chris Ballard let them walk. Right. Quincy Wilson's not the answer. He should not be starting at corner. Just holes everywhere. And Gase has ran this team into the ground. They need new ownership. He has no idea how to hire. You know, GMs. Yeah, the GM sucks too. The only bright spot right now is Makai Becton. And yeah. the run game is mauling people like he did in Louisville. He struggled a little bit this week in pass rushing, but he has been the best offensive lineman taken in the first round. And it's not even been close. I mean, not even been close. Went against arguably the best defensive line in football. So, I mean, definitely I mean, the best defensive line in football until what happened. Yeah. yeah you know, but you lose Solomon Thomas for the year, you lose Nick Bosa, you're still that elite. Just another 
thing about Adam Gase before I let Reeves go on his team. In 17 games under Gase, the Jets have scored 33 touchdowns and have 93 punts. Also in that stretch, they've scored on 24% of their possessions. That's worse than the league. They've gone three and out 44% of the time they've had the ball. Also worse than the league. The average yards they gain per drive is 24 yards. Also worse than the league. So Adam Gase, he, Nick's been over it. I've been over it. He's not an offensive guru. He rode Peyton Manning's coattails to where he is, and somehow he turned that into two more head coaching jobs than he ever deserved. But I'll let you go about your business with your team here, Reeves. Last week, our owner comes out and says... Woody Johnson, right? Chris Johnson, his brother, the guy who hired him, because Woody's doing Trump's fucking business in England. Anyway, says this fucker has a brilliant offensive mind. Did you just hear the stats from Urban? Yeah. Where the fuck is the brilliance in the offensive mind? Granted, you have ruined Darnold's. He's regressed to worse than Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Way worse than Mark Sanchez. I mean, Mark Sanchez took granted, too. He has no weapons, but no excuse. This team is on. But fumble. Right. <laughs> that was lighter. This team is going to be it, going to get Trevor Lawrence, right. no doubt. This team is not winning. A game whatsoever. They're going to win a game. They're, they'll win a game. It's the NFL. It's very, very... Two teams in NFL history have gone 0-16. Right. They'll probably win they three. three now. They'll probably win three. But it'll probably be after Adam Gase is fired. Yeah, so. I think once Adam Gase is fired, they'll have some... <laughs> I just started saying don't fire him after this, after you invested in him, and then he shows yeah. up with dog shit. Yeah, I'd like to not keep talking about the worst Can I do one league, more though? thing? Yeah. The only right. highlights of what Nick uh was Mackay Becton is he's going to be the... One of the best tackles, if not the best, in a couple of years. And what I also got out of this was Quentin Williams looked like finally a first-round talent in his game with his career on two sacks. So right there, we got a starting left tackle, a starting defense lineman. All can be fucking cut. Start all over. Let's fucking move on to the next one. All right. You got the Broncos headed out east to Pennsylvania. They took on the Steelers. Steelers take care of business, 26-21. It's a little close to the end. The Broncos, unfortunately, lose. Drew Locke for at least, it looks like, probably six weeks. Damn. They trust Driscoll. They're bringing in Bortles to be his backup. They're not – I'm going to be wrong. They're not going to make the playoffs at this point. Driscoll's not going right. to lead them anywhere. Big Ben's going to be able to get the job done enough. They were able to run the ball. That defense is going to probably be the best in the league. TJ Watt right. might be the best pass rusher in the NFL. Yep. Bar none. They're blitzing more than the Steelers. That game's over with. Let's move on to the, the Bucks and Panthers. Brady doesn't look washed up. No. The Bucks were able to put their throat down or their foot down on the Panthers' throat. They win 31-17 because Leonard Fournette goes off. Right. You know, 12 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Mike Evans got more involved. You can see that uh, Brady's starting to trust his receivers a little more. And that defense is scary. And Dominican Sue. Yeah. Had he's still, still in Dominican Sue. He's still in Dominican Sue. So, I think the Bucks are going to spring forward on this. They look better. We move on. The Washington football team are what we thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> They're not a good football team. Kyler Murray is special. Last week was a there, fluke, woman. There is no way to put this. Kyler Murray has over 350 total yards, uh, three, tu- or three touchdowns, I think three total touchdowns. Yeah. Kenyon Drake got involved a little more. Hopkins is going to be there. But Kyler Murray is a, a bad man, and we are going to see the next 10 years – you can probably add in someone eventually, but it's going to be Kyler Murray 
It is going to be Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson in the NFL. The way the quarterbacks are drafted is yeah. going to completely change. You are not going to see gunslingers anymore. You are not going to see a Phillip Rivers, Big Ben, Brett Favre. It is going to be these mobile-type quarterbacks that have these stupid, crazy arms that can just make play after play when you think they're in trouble. Right. And I, I mean, love Cliff Kingsbury going for it multiple times on fourth down. He ran a fucking reverse on fourth and one. <laughs> wide open. From, from He went for from, it from, from his own 27. 27. Yeah. Jesus, ballsy. I love no, he, because I love he says and the analytics. And he 20 to nothing. The analytics, the analytics are outdated. He right. said that. I know what the analytics are. It says you need to be going for it on fourth down. Screw right. these three points. We've got the offense. If we're going to put you away in the second quarter, if it's going to be 30 to nothing and I can make it 37, we're going to do it now because we've seen what the Falcons can do. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury refused to do that. This is a very special team. The defense looked better. Isaiah Simmons was integrated a little more. Buda Baker still one of the best safeties in the league. Yeah, for sure. The Cardinals got a bright, bright future. Yeah, I, I liked what i seen from Kyler Murray, obviously, and he's he's in the top five for MVP right now. So it, he might just keep climbing. Uh, but we'll get to the, the biggest surprise. surprise of the week for me. Uh, the Chargers always played, or both times they played the Chiefs last year, they played them tough. But I did. we found out Tyrod Taylor wasn't playing. To Chest start the game. Right before the game. Right. A rib injury. A had a rib, rib injury, and they did the injection, and he was having trouble breathing during warm-ups. So, Justin Herbert gets inserted into the starting lineup. Didn't look terrible. I'm Didn't tired. look terrible. No. Still made some questionable decisions. He made was, the one questionable decision in the game that cost them the game. And, and I, I told and you, my, and my, him coming out, that's why I did not like him. He is going to give you that. A right. Philip Rivers esque two to three what the fuck throws throughout the game. Yeah, and the throw that he made, he threw it to Keenan Allen in double coverage, and he could have ran for the first down. It reminded me so much of Brett Favre in that fucking NFC title game against the fucking Saints when the Saints ended up picking that pass off. He didn't need to throw that ball. He had ten yards when that he could have had for the first down, and they could have put the fucking Chiefs away. And he I don't know. He but I, we probably saw the throw of the year though with Patrick Mahomes scrambling out and yeah. just chucking it to to Tyreek Hill. But when did you not see that? I'm, no, I, I did. Those gorgeous throws I've ever seen in my life. I'm just saying, if if they get I mean, a field goal right there, every week, but if they get a field goal right there, the Chiefs, the Chargers defense held the Chiefs to a field goal that next time they went down the field. Hey, I don't care. That that I'm helped just, my parlay. My five team parlay won me. A little over 80 bucks. Harrison Bucker kicked two 58-yard field goals when I Yes. God yes. damn. Well, it started actually, off as a 53. He made that. <laughs> he made a 58-yarder earlier in the game, too, by kid. the way. Yeah. Well, no. Then he kicked the 58-yarder after his team got a false start. He kicked it. They there call it a timeout. Time he made that kick. And then he kicked it for real, made the motherfucker so fuck again. technically four 58-yarders. So God damn. If you wondered who the best kicker in the league was <laughs> – he resides in Kansas City. I don't know. Justin Tucker's pretty funny. Yeah. Still, uh, we, well, let's move on to the other. <laughs> yeah. We know it's the Chiefs. All road goes through Arrowhead. Right. But the Ravens have been the most dominant team this season from start right. to finish just because the Chiefs struggled a little bit. <clears throat> the Ravens pull away. I was going to say pull away. I don't know how you plan for this offense when Gus Edwards is leading them in rushing. But you still have Ingram. You still have to deal with the reigning MVP and Lamar Jackson and right. J.K. Dobbins. When he gets the ball in open space, you can't tackle him. Right. The receiver, Sneed, looks good. Hollywood Brown looks good. They've got pieces Mark Andrews. 
I don't. It's gonna happen. They're gonna lose a game. They're not going sixteen. zero. we know that. Them and the Chiefs are gonna play this year, so it's gonna play, play this week. Yeah, Monday yeah. night football. Oh, good. Monday night football. That's gonna be sexy. So, so I might lose that game, but the uh, Texans. Deshaun Watson still looks good, but fuck, Bill O'Brien's got to go. Right, <laughs> right, and I mean, he. Had I a, did have them starting off zero and two. So uh, yeah, I think we because all when you look yeah. at your schedule and you got to play the Chiefs and Ravens, like what else do you do? Like ah right. shit. Well, JJ <laughs> Watt though looks back. Yes, right. I, Texans, they're doing what I thought they would do to start the year, but I think they're going to rebound. But I never will. And I never have believed in Bill O'Brien, so it's, it, it has nothing to do with him. It has great college coach. Yeah. yeah, he can go back to college. Yeah, great offensive coordinator, and he was. Yeah, not a head coach. Right, not a fucking GM. <laughs> not a GM for sure. Let's go. He from might be able to be a head coach. We'll just move on to his coaching tree because the Patriots went out to Seattle. Hell of a Sunday night game. Right, Seattle has that goal line stand. Last play of the game, first and goal. Beautiful. Get stopped. Cam Newton's back, baby. Right. Like it still it. blows my mind. We talked, about it multiple, of his career. we talked about it multiple weeks. Why the hell has someone not signed this dude? But the front runner right now for MVP is Russell Wilson. Nathan Peterman is making more money than Cam Newton. <laughs> Nathan Peterman threw five fucking interceptions in the first half one time. You know that picture of Jameis Winston where he's squinting his eyes? Yeah. That's literally Cam Newton looking right now at all the backup quarterbacks in the league making more money than him when he's going off. Right. And I called it. All he's- I still think this is the Patriots team. Yeah. McDaniels, as much as I hate what he did to the Colts and how he rubbed people the wrong way the first time in Denver, yeah. he is going to be a great head coach when Belichick decides to step away. Right. Because his offensive genius shows every time. Look what he was able to do last year. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. Now he gets a completely different style quarterback again. Goes back to like what he had with Tim Tebow in Denver right. and reinvents this entire offense around Cam and it is perfect. Right. But and him and Edelman are starting to get a rapport. Edelman, Edelman went the it. hell off. <laughs> Eight catches, 179 yards. Career high in receiving yards for Edelman. He never did that with Tom Brady, but it's it was the Russell Wilson show as well. Like let's not let's not get off of that. Twenty one for twenty eight, five touchdowns. We all took the Seahawks in that one, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. I don't think anybody. We can move to Monday night when you took the wrong team, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, at the only time you'll hear me re- high five Reeves. <laughs> I mean, I did take them before I knew Michael Thomas was out, but then I doubled down. But <laughs> you're a man of your conviction, right? Hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. They were up ten nothing in the first quarter. The Saints were. Then Josh Jacobs got going, and then David Carr settled in. He looked lost to start, but Carr or Derek. Damn, I always say Derek. <laughs> he does <laughs> forever, <laughs> but Derek Derek looked good again. Um, Josh Jacobs might be the best back in the NFL this year, right? So I mean, and Darren Waller, the Saints had no answer. That Saints defense, which was supposed to be better, I think they found their weak point. You can't stop the run on them on the outside, and you cannot cover tight ends. The biggest Demario Davis looked good though, but the biggest thing for me in the second half was the Saints just made so many untimely penalties. Every time that the Raiders were going to be going off the field, penalty to start the what fucking you, drive. What do you penalty. think about Reeves' arm strength? Are you concerned about it right now? I'm not that concerned about it. He didn't have his He's best completing sixty five percent of his passes. That's but fine. we're talking about the no. I mean, 10 years ago, that was best in the NFL. Right. We're talking about the dude that just broke the NFL record two years in a row and he completes about 74%. Right. I think it's a timing issue with Michael Thomas out. Right. I think him and Emmanuel Sanders still find it out. But they've got uh, Taekwon, or not Taekwon Lewis, but... Uh, Traquan. Traquan Lewis. Yeah. 
They've got a, a third receiver in him. He looked good. My thing is, uh, we're getting back to the penalties. The Saints had five defensive penalties in a row. In, a, in the same fucking stretch, they had five penalties. That can't happen. You never want that to happen. So, bad, bad fucking discipline on their part. Bad and they lost that game. They moved to one and one They got a tough matchup. But let's get into our players of the week. I'm not changing anything up for offense. I went with Russell Wilson, five touchdowns. You know, I know he had that pick six to Devin McCourty. That was not, that was Olsen's ball on that one. That's fine. But Russell Wilson is in command. Five touchdowns, five different receivers. DK Metcalf is going to make people regret for a long time that they passed on him. I get that he couldn't stay healthy at Ole Miss, and so he dropped. But we saw the picture with him without his shirt on. We saw his 40 time, his vertical. The dude can do everything. We saw him on the bench press. And he's in better shape than he was even in last year. Yeah. And he might not even be the best receiver on that team with Tyler Lockett. No, so right. it's just there's weapons galore for Russell Wilson. Chris Carson is getting involved in the passing game, which is scary. This Seattle offense, if they can figure out how to get a pass rush on the other side, they've got some answers there. I went a different direction. I went with Josh Allen. Uh, 24, 35, 417 yards and four touchdowns. Okay. He probably the, actually, no, it's the best game of his career. It was and, by far. And I mean, the Dolphins defense is a little bit, you know, it's probably middle of the pack, but it, it was just a great, great performance from him. And we'll see if he can build on Reeves, who was yours? I'm going to give it the guy who led the comeback, Dak Prescott, who also had an amazing football game. I mean, three rushing touchdowns. I almost lost in fantasy because of that, but luckily the person I played wasn't that good this week. So, defensive player of the week. I went with Justin Simmons uh, from the Denver Broncos, the safety. Safe, yeah, the safety from the Broncos. He looked pretty good, man. I would I, hope so. If you're nominating for someone for defensive player of the week, well, I'm, trying I'm hoping it. they look I'm trying to good. waste time to find the stats, well, asshole. Reeves, who did you but, have? Fuck, I had him, but then I lost him. You know what? Oh, you guys are terrible. I'm going with Jalen Ramsey. That's fine. He had one tackle. Okay. <laughs> but hold on. 21 straight pass attempts thrown at him. Not Didn't allow one single completion. Yeah. Oh, I got my quitting Locked down corner. Best corner in the league right now is Jalen Ramsey. We haven't seen anything this close probably since Rebus. He is that damn good. He is not allowing anything near him. He's shadowed. Uh, Jalen Rager and um, uh, Deshaun Jackson, nothing could be thrown at him. He was locked down. He was it was Ramsey Island. So. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, who I went with. Ramsey's really good. He's by far the best in the league, but that's not really that impressive to me. Shutting down in one two. game, no twenty one. None of those targets. receivers are good anymore. Or Jalen Rager's a rookie. Rager's, uh, he he's not good anymore, though. He, but he hasn't proven – but he's never – okay, Deshaun Jackson's not good anymore. He's fucking like 36. And then Rager's never done fucking a thing in this league. So, I don't know if he's good yet. But, uh, yeah, J- or Ramsey's good, but I don't think he's a player right, of the week. I thought my defense player of the week. I'm going to go with the, the Quinn Williams of the New York Jets. You can't do that. They allow – 30-some points. Right. Nolan Boyd, stop talking. Who's your defensive player of the week? I went with Justin Simmons, the yeah. safety from the fucking Broncos. He had seven tackles and in interception. What's with, like, picking players like... And he of had, course they had big stats. I know. They had big stats because they were on the field the entire fucking time. Hey, I mean, he's playing the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Go to your rookie of the week. Oh, it was hard this week. Yeah. I almost went with Tristan Wirfs. I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. I'm, I, James Robinson. Chase Young. I'm going to go with fucking Herbert. 
No, I like it. Chase Young. Uh, oh, actually, never brushes, mind. Man. Joe Burrow. Sorry. Oh, shit. My I bad. was fine with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow. Taylor throwing there, too. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. And I, I thought just Chase Young just every I know it's only been two weeks, but Jesus, is this dude good. <laughs> I'm just uh, Joe Burrow with what he has to work with in that offensive line and keeping them in that game. I, I was very impressed by Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's pissed. On Thursday. So That's a good thing. Yeah, you I want that. It. I know. You, I love yeah, it. Yeah, you don't because your quarterback in New York gets scared by ghosts. Yeah. He, no, he sees them. <laughs> yeah. All right. He scares them. All right. So the big theme of this week, we had some more high-potent offenses, but injuries, injuries, injuries. Saquon Barkley out for the season, torn ACL. Portland Sutton, wide receiver, torn ACL out for the season. Tavon Young, cornerback for the Baltimore Ravens, done for the season, torn ATL. Devontae Adams, we don't know his status, week three. Paris Campbell, placed on IR, PCL, MCL injury, could be six weeks, could be the whole year. Malik Hooker, torn Achilles, he's out for the year. Good luck finding a new team. Mostert's out <laughs> for multiple weeks. Nick Bosa, the best young defensive end in this game. you know, rookie, Out for deep, the year. Out for ACL. the year. Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe this week, but if not, he's going to go for a long. You know, Solomon Thomas, a former top top 10 pick. Right. He's out for the year, torn ACL. Bruce Irwin, torn ACL. It's just a constant theme, and we could go on and on. You know, Byron Jones even gets hurt down in Miami. That's why I didn't go with Josh Allen. I think they depleted secondary. They had a rookie uh, right. corner on Stephon Diggs, but Josh Allen did have a great week. But just these injuries are just brutal this week. Yeah, it was unprecedented, especially with the ACL injuries. And uh, hopefully, as the season progresses and these guys get into better shape and their bodies get used to taking this beating, we can see this kind of taper off a little bit. But until we get to about week five, week six, I think it's just going to keep going. All right, let's get into uh, your blood Uh, pressure going up. (laughs) All right, let's bring it on. Okay, guys. It's everyone's least favorite neighbor. It's time for Josh Reeves' fun fact of the day. All right, it's not Mr. Rogers. It's not everybody's favorite neighbor. It's Reeves, everybody's dumb least neighbor that lives neighbor. neighbor. It's like the one that like you look over and you're like, shit. You look at them and you're like, man, I just... You wake up in the morning, you look at their house, and you're pissed off. What's your, <laughs> your fact of the well, day? First off, fuck Mr. Rogers. I'm all your guys' favorite neighbor now. And uh, a magazine. Oh, my fun fact of the day. Stop moving. No. You do this every week. Um, Speak up. Let's go. A magazine chose Rich Gannon as its sexiest athlete of all time. Gannon was a member of the Kansas City Chiefs at this time. This was between 1995 and 1998. Still a couple of seasons removed from his golden tenure with the Raider, Gannon was 33, handsome and likable. In other words, a solid choice. Yet people being people simply for the photographer assigned to the piece that the sexiest athlete was the Chiefs quarterback. Hence, he took pictures of Chiefs quarterback. Does anyone know at the time? Elvis Gerback. <laughs> All right, we're done with this. But instead of Rich Gannon, it was Elvis Gerback being no, 1998 was, sexiest man that alive. Was way, I, that was way too long. That was... That was <laughs> No, what in the <laughs> fuck was that, dude? Bring it on, Anchor. Yeah. Thank you, Anchor, again for sponsoring us like every other week. I I don't want to be here anymore. Reeves has probably got a picture of Rich Gannon butt naked on a bearskin rug hanging over his If fireplace. he played for the Jets, he would, Nick. He would. But let's uh, let's go into our newest segment here. Uh, damn it. <laughs> we kind of explain it. So we've got this tank. You heard last year it was Tank for Tua down in Miami, which ended up working even though they got the number five overall pick. Still got him. We're going to do the <laughs> We Suck Again, Tanking for Trevor Lawrence. 
Thank you, Rob Schneider, you beautiful human. Not as sexy as uh, Rich Gannon, apparently, but... <laughs> or Elvis Gerbeck. <laughs> Dear God. Trent Green replaced him, thank God. I didn't think he would ever make the podcast, but... <laughs> Neither did I. Yeah. But you, you never know. You never I mean, know. I also didn't think defecating Let's on the go. field would Let's ever go. make Let's it on go. the podcast. <laughs> Clear cut, it's still Carolina and the Jets for me, by far. The Jets roster looks completely clean. I think they have the potential to win more games. Because Gase is not going to last the whole season, and Matt Rule plays with – he's not going to go away in Carolina, obviously. Right. It's year one, and they play in a tougher division. I get that, but I I see the Jets winning more because I, I just think eventually the, the beatdown from the NFC South is going to wear on the Carolina Panthers. And Christian McCaffrey, there's no need to rush back early from this injury, brother. Right. I, I like I like the Jets. I'm, I'm with the Jets. They're the worst team in the league for me. Uh, with a, another running back going out in the NFC, I'm going to go with the Giants. Saquon Barkley, I don't like Danny Dimes. He fucking sucks. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna lose a lot of games. But so, they do get to play the Eagles, and they do get to play the The Eagles Washington are going to beat them team. both times, and Washington is probably going to split with them. So, yeah, I, fuck the Giants. Fuck Danny Dimes. Have fun. Have fun at the third pick if you can. If I had a bet on right now, it'd still be Carolina, but the Jets aren't far behind. Hey, man. I'm going to throw my team under that bus, and hopefully Adam Gase actually gets hit by a fucking bus. But uh, I'm going to go with the Jets. And uh, I'm actually – I agree with both of them, both with Carolina and the Giants. But I think I'm going to go with the Vikings. I think they're in a lot of trouble. Dude, they – okay. Man, I don't hate that. No, but they're not going to be first overall pick. Had them going four and twelve to start it, and you know what? That could possibly get it. You also had the Jets winning, I think, seven games. Eight and eight. Okay, and you had the Rams winning four games. Yeah, the Lions winning nine nine games. So there's a trend here. So buy stock in the Vikings. You had the yeah, you had the Vikings winning nine or ten. I I had the Vikings going eight and eight, I believe. In I have them going nine and seven, and they still very easily could. I mean, I, I trust Kirk Cousins to turn it around more than I do any other of the quarterbacks we just listed. Oh, I agree with that. All right, yeah, so <laughs> let's just get into our, our fantasy locks of the week. Shut up and sit down. It's time for the Fantasy Frenzy. All right, so last week, your dumbass wasn't here. You have to talk <laughs> up this week. You're sitting way too far away from our microphone and our setup, but... I went with Aaron Rodgers and David Montgomery. Both had solid weeks. They were at the top of their positions, but they had favorable matchups. So give me two offensive players, or or maybe if it's even a defense, but give me two locks for your fantasy of the week. My fantasy of the week, probably if I had a pair two, uh, just two, let's say a quarterback and a receiver this week. I mean, mine are going to be Murray and Hopkins together. Um, I always, You're going to pair two together, though? Yeah, if I'm playing fantasy – you know, typically they always say you try to pair a, a quarterback in at least one, if not two, uh, players he's going to get the ball to. So, you know, you never want to pair a running back with your quarterback because the running back always takes points away from your quarterback. Unless you're Drew Brees and Kamara. You know, that could be a little different if you're trying to play those two up. That's sneakily quiet. Kamara's been going off. Yeah, he for sure, for sure. He's, he's their offense. I, I think that's also we saw Michael Thomas out and just the trust that we saw there. Right. Okay, I mean, so. You can go a whole bunch of different ways there, though. I'm just saying, you know, you always want to look up against your I matchup. think one good lock for anybody out there this week, if, if you're struggling to see what defense you want to start, 
I would assume about 10 to 20% of this defense is owned this week. The Colts are playing the Jets. Right. Pick them up. Yep. But look, let's go after some people that might be struggling early in this fantasy year. Uh, who are some guys that could pick up to maybe help boost them this week and get them going? Especially with all these rash of injuries. Right. The waiver wire is yeah. about to go crazy on yeah. everybody's league right now. No, and two of mine, and I kind of talked to you about this, Nick, earlier today, but uh, it's going to be two running backs for me. One of them I thought was sneaky. You said maybe not so much. I don't think he's as sneaky as you think he is, man. I think almost everybody is. Once that report came out that he, he met the now it's Now it's out, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, and he's signing. It's official. Yeah. 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 Devontae, Fre- Devontae yeah. Freeman yeah. is a New York Giant. That's so, what I was talking about you today, too. So oh, thing, yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting him in our league. So my thing is, <laughs> if he is available in your league, pick him up. Probably wait. He's probably not going to play this week, and that's fine. But the other one then is Deion Lewis. Oh, he is going to play. Yeah, on the Giants up. as well. Okay, so, you so pick up would you stay away from him compared to uh, Mike Davis from Carolina? And or that's going to be another one. Right Jarek McKinnon. Yep. I mean, there's there's some options there. I think there's more options with running backs. You have a set in stone. Running back that's going to come in, but say you lost a Cortland Sutton, you lost, you know, maybe Devontae Adams or, yep. do you think there's any receivers on that waiver wire right now that aren't owned in the league that are a good second or third option on their team that are going to take off? Yeah. So for me personally, I love, um, and for anybody out there listening, the only reason I'm asking him is this because you're in my league, and so I just kind of trying to see who you're going to pick up. <laughs> so I can cherry pick. <laughs> Smart man. So one of them who, uh, and a lot of people might not think about it because they might not think like Sammy Watkins is a big guy, but he got a lot of targets that first game. Watkins is hurt. Right. So McCall Hardman's probably a good option to pick up this week then. Yes, sir. That's who uh if he's out there, you grab that guy. And then another one who came in for the Colts, Pittman. Pittman looked good in that, that one week. I mean, Paris Campbell was starting to pick up some steam. That's unfortunate. Right. Let's hope he can come back, but I, I, I got, don't mind that. And Pittman. I got one more for uh, going off of the uh, Adams, because I do have Adams on my team, and I also have Lazard, or yeah. number number two receiver, and he's yeah. going to be bumped up to the number one, and Aaron Rodgers likes to sling the ball. Badass. So at the same time, Scantling, too. Yeah. Yeah. Scantling would be a good option as yeah. well. Yeah. There's a few others. Uh, Tennessee... Corey Davis has been on a lot of people's uh, waiver wire. I'd look at him. Traquan Smith still for the Saints if uh, – what's his name going to be still up? Thomas. Michael Thomas. I think Thomas should be back. He was almost a game-time decision. But that's, I still don't think going forward until that chemistry gets built with Emmanuel Sanders, I don't hate that selection. But uh, for anybody that's not playing fantasy and you just want to make some money, you should have listened to me last weekend. I hit a couple parlays, <laughs> won a couple, over a couple hundred bucks. Threw in 20 bucks into DraftKings. But uh, let's get into our uh, bets of the week. I got 20 on the Colts. All right, I'll take the Texans. What are the odds? All right, back again is our betting analyst, Joey Bowles. Joey, welcome back. Let's hear your bets for the week. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Um, this week I've got uh I've got three picks to go with and three to stay away from. Um the three picks I'm actually going for this week is uh, a betting strategy my dad actually taught me. When West Coast teams have to travel out to the East Coast and play an early one o'clock game. That's about nine o'clock their time. Um teams usually are a little bit sluggish the first half. Um that being said, I'm taking 
the money line for the Bills against the Rams. Okay. I'm going to take, I'm going to give up the points for the Patriots against the Raiders. All right. And I'm taking the four points with the Giants with the Jimmy Garoppolo West 49ers coming into town. Okay. So that's, 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 those are the three I'm going with. And I'm actually fading all three primetime games this week. Okay. Um, I think a lot of them are really good matchups. We're going to find out who all three of those teams are. Um, unfortunately, the ja- the Jaguars have started the season a little bit better than I anticipated. I'm not sure how good Miami is. Just just choosing to stay away from that game. Um, and, and the other two games, Green Bay, Saints, and Kansas City, Baltimore, just, just good matchups. And I think we'll find out a little bit more about how what kind of teams those are after this week. So I'm fading all three of those. All right. Well, on the Jaguar one, I'm pretty sure most people underestimated them, so I don't think you were the, any <laughs> – they get a lot of company in that. But, Joey, we appreciate you coming on, and we'll, we look forward to doing some more bets with you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. All right. All right. Thanks again to Joey for joining us. He couldn't be here this week, so he had to call in. But – Batson, since we got you here, give me three bets to go with this week that you know you want to make some money on here. Yeah, and I'll I got I got a couple. Why do you here. have to whisper that? I like to whisper. <laughs> That's a lie. Anybody that knows you, you are the loudest person in every room. Not when you're there. That's a lie. Also, I'm just fucking with you. Too. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Batson. <laughs> All right, I got a couple here. I want to do uh, one at the end here, which would be. Like a six picker. I don't know if you want me to do those or not. You can uh, do whatever but, you want. I'm all uh, for my, my first game. My first game right here is the uh, Thursday night game. You got Jacksonville and Miami. Now why the hell is that a Thursday night matchup? Why no idea, it? but I'll take some money on it because uh, I think this should be like you talked about earlier, Minshew. I mean, you got the Miami's uh, cornerbacks. One of them, their best cornerback sitting out, uh, Byron Jones. He's not going to be playing, so uh, they're thinking that uh, Jacksonville's going to get be eager to uh, get off the Lawrence sweepstakes. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know, but they got Jacksonville minus three. It's a field goal. It's Where's it. it at? It's at Jacksonville. So Vegas has it as a coin flip. Yeah, pretty yeah. much a field goal. No, the home team always gets three points. Well, right, right, right. I'm just saying, like that's a okay. Always when you see when I see a. a Minus two and a half or three. Like you said, that's a coin flip. You just take whoever you think's going to win. I get it. So that's my first one. That's a Thursday nighter. So we'll see if you start off hot or cold. No, all right. So give me give me your uh, your parlay here. You're going Jags. Yeah, it would be the Jags. And then, are you um, taking the points or are you doing money line? These are all points. I'm not, okay. I mean, if you want to play safe, always play money line. But, uh, uh, yeah. So let me get to it here. Oh, not even prepared. Listen, the Jags have surprised me, so I, I would take the Jags yeah, for I was sure gonna, in that game. Yeah, and I was going to argue with Joey because he was talking about you know the Rams coming over from the. He's just talking about West Coast teams in general, which I'm all for, especially now games. with limited traveling. But I thought he was going to say take the points, but I do like I was getting into. I like the fact that he took the money line with the Bills. It's still a toss up. That's a very hard game to predict, right? But I, I'm I taking my Bills one out too if I had to bet. Did you figure it out yet? Yep, I got them right here, and it's five, five team parlay right here. Okay, so uh, my first one would be 
They got the Steelers right now, three and a half over the Texans. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, this one was iffy for me, and so is the next one, but that's the whole point. Uh, Eagles minus six over Bengals. Okay. I'd take that. I, I think we haven't seen the Eagles click yet for a reason. I know they've been decimated by injuries. And the but they have a bad defense. Yeah. Carson Wentz going to get it together at some point. I need the whole yeah. talk of benching Carson Wentz to stop. It's right. like, yeah, he's Jaylen, playing too It's not Jalen Hurts' time every year. It will <laughs> never be Jalen Hurts' time. Let me get that fucking clear. Right. Uh, third one here, though, is Browns, a touchdown over Washington. Okay. Ooh. Okay. If we can get the Browns to come out. See people already riding that Baker Mayfield nutsack again. <laughs> hey, man. Well, if that offensive line protects him against that fucking crazy <laughs> defensive line, I, I like their chances in that. I don't hate it. And then the next one right here, um, Chargers, six and a half over the Panthers. All right. Huh? Give me one tutty. Give me that. Give me that. Over the Panthers. Give me that. You lose Christian McCaffrey. You don't have much. And they're going to start Here's Tyrod what's Taylor. fucked up. You put Cam Newton on that Chargers team, they're 2-0. and Right. You yeah, put Cam true. Newton on the Bears, they look even better. You put Cam Newton on the Panthers, <laughs> they <laughs> probably he stays, go 2-0. <laughs> he stays. You can put Cam Newton on a lot of teams. No, I'm just saying if he had stayed with the fucking Panthers, like they would have been just fine. They didn't need Katie Bridgewater. Yeah, obviously, but... You know, I mean, it's not. That's not the t- Teddy Bridgewater's played bad. He's looked okay. No, he's looked fine. He's not a sixty million dollar quarterback. No, exactly. He's not good at. You need no. more. He's a poor man's Ryan Tannehill. Right. Yeah. Very poor. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> with that says it goes into this last pick, Urban. That you said it's going to be a great game, and I agree. And I'm hoping this one because I got Dak and Amari on my. Squad, ooh, Cowboys plus five over the Seahawks. Okay, oh, I like it. No, they go into Seattle. I'll take them on the point line there. Yeah, I'll take them on the point line. All it's at Seahawks. Yeah, it's at. They Seahawks. always play. They, I mean, hell, they beat them a few years ago in the yeah. playoffs at fucking Seattle. Well, so. That's and you stay right there. Let's get into our last segment. Then let's just get into our pickums of the week because for anybody that doesn't know, Urban fucked up last week. <laughs> Folks, it's time for the Pickums of the Week. 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 Does anybody know what fucking week it is? All right, so I'd like to point out that the dumb fuck neighbor next door last week said he was going to go 5-0. and There was only one person that went 5-0 and last week. That was me. Was it his neighbor? Yeah, it was his neighbor. <laughs> the cooler neighbor. The one that everybody <laughs> likes. Went 5-0. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went 5-0. I remember his. Oh, dear God. Oh, my so, God. last week, we're getting I took to the, the Ravens over the Texans. I took Seattle over the Patriots. I took the Colts over the Vikings because both of you took the Vikings. Yeah, you did. I took the Raiders he did. over the Saints with you. And then I took the Rams over the Eagles with you. And he did. No, I went with the Eagles no. and the Raiders. No, I went with the Saints. I preached how good the Rams could be this year, all off season. I was probably the only one, even beside, even the people we talked to, that we had on from the Rams podcast. No, they they thought they're going to be ten and six ish, eleven and five. Yeah. So they, were, I mean, they're they cover the Rams. They're yeah. high on them. But I, everybody I else, going eight and eight. Anybody but. that we talked to within their division, yeah, I thought they were going to. I think Sean McVay's not done. He is one of the best head coaches in this league. And with the forty nine, this dude has revamped apart. Jared Goff. Goff looks to closer to what he was two years ago. Yeah. That's why he got the hundred million dollar contract. So I'm nine and one on the season. 
Reeves, you're eight and two. That usually doesn't last long, but I'm not including the Jets <laughs> this week. That's why I've always beat him every year because he'd always have the Colts no matter what going on in 16. And the Jets would always, even in their bad years, would go preseason and four. Nine, no. nine and six <laughs> is what he would have him go at, at worst. Jets could be in line for the number one pick. We're talking week eight. He thinks they're going to win out. Right. So he'll eventually catch up, and then you're unfortunately at six and four. Yeah, I did bad this week. Pretty bad. So this week, I think it's even harder. Well, Let's start it off. I picked five tough games. Rams at Bills. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the Bills. You're taking the Bills. I am. All right. This this one's been hard. That's why I literally you can hear me laying back in my chair. Like I'm right. thinking like I've been going back and forth all day on this one. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Reeves? And I, I could keep going back. I'm going to jump on Klein's bandwagon. I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. I think how Miami. When you jumped on it last game. week, too. Yeah, but I'm going with the Rams. All That's right. who I want to keep going with. Injuries at running back scare me a little. Cam Akers and Brown. And Malcolm Brown broke his pinky. He's out for a couple weeks. Darnell Henderson looks all right. Cooper Cup hasn't gotten involved enough yet, but I think Goff's fell in love with Higby, which I'm fine with. That's where I keep going back. I want to pick the Rams because I, I know they played tougher competition, but... I'm kind of with Joey on this, like we had him on earlier. I'm going to go the Bills here because the Rams, and you got to think with this COVID precautions, they can't fly in until Friday night. Right. So I'm going the Bills here. I got another one. I got another West Coast team coming over. So you're on the Rams. Yeah, I'm going the Rams. All right, so. Okay. All right. I took the Bills. I know. I I know how to mark them. Next (laughs) one, we got another West Coast team coming over. We got the Raiders headed to New England. The 2-0 Raiders who have looked good. I'm going to start this off. I'm taking New England. Bill Belichick after a yeah. loss. I'm going New England here. As much as I love the Raiders, I love what Cam Newton did. They had every chance to win that game. And their defense, I think, is slowly coming together. Belichick's finding out how to use some of these pieces. Like John Simon, a washoff who had played for them years ago, came on the Colts for two years, bounced around the league. Great replacement for Dante Tower. He's not as good, but he's been great. Like In that situation, Devin McCourty still looks like Devin McCourty. I'm going to take New England at home here. I got to take New England just based off of I don't think the Raiders' defense is that great. I think it's better than what you think, and I will say this, and I know we talked about it after their draft, but that first-round corner. Yeah, Arnett. Damon Arnett looked good yeah, he last did. night. Reeves tried to tell me that was fucking one. terrible he earlier. doesn't but. miss tackles in open space. The only problem in that game – is when him and John Abrams tackled and they went into the scissor cart. Who the fuck left the scissor cart close, so close to the field? ESPN. Booger needs to get in that motherfucker and drive away. I know he's not on that because that Monday night crew also has got to go. Yeah, they it's, are it's, so bad. It's trash, I thought it couldn't get worse than Joe Tessitore and Booger. Hire Pat McAfee. Not going to happen. It won't. Reeves, give me your pick. Raiders are flying way too high, and that's why they lose in New England. Wow. All right, so we're all on the pass. <laughs> I usually keep picking the Texans games for some reason. Another tough game, though. They're headed up at Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is bad. This is a very hard pick. This is bad. I I, I have to go Texans. So do I. I'm not going no Pittsburgh. Okay. Reeves is going Pittsburgh. I got to go Steel Texans. City, baby. I mean, I... I'm sta- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. That's fine. I I picked the Texans. But you know what? You if you this. win, if you win that matchup, I'm not even mad because right. I can see Deshaun Watson taking over this game. Laramie Tunzel better be able to block T.J. Watt here. Right. 
or whoever their other offensive linemen are. It's Larry Tunzel on a bunch of garbage. Right. <laughs> you know who their head coach is. Right. I think we just I think me and you put so much faith in Deshaun Watson, which we should, that we forgot how bad Bill O'Brien's ruined this team. Yeah. I said Saturday night at the beginning of the year, boys. All right. Surprise. Another probably I struggled to pick this one, this next one. I got Cowboys and Seattle. It was either this game or it was going to be Packers and Saints because that's also a game this week, too. We've got some really good matchups in week three. I'm going fucking Cowboys. I'm going Dallas. All right. You guys are going Dallas. I'm staying on my own, and I'm sticking with my MVP pick for the season. I'm taking Seattle at home here. Yeah. I have no problem with Dallas. I think the injuries on defense, offense, I think – if you're going to pick a Seattle strong point, it is that secondary, and you've got the best safety in the league back there. But Dak Prescott, I'm just I'm going to throw it out there. Dak Prescott throws two interceptions minimum on Sunday. Feed Zeke, and they don't have to worry about Zach, Dak throwing. You've also got a safety too. Yeah, but you've got that safety that can come up and stuff. Right, that's, so fine. that's fine. He he leads. Jamal Adams leads the team in sacks. He leads the team in sacks. He's also tied for fourth in the NFL. He's got two sacks. Right, that's fine. I'm just saying, you can't let that happen. You can't. You just you, can't. You can't in that type, just like Buda Baker's, you know, top five in the league. I get it, dude, but it's just, it's bad yeah, look. Defenses change. Bad look. Analytics change. That's fine. Change you your ways. Analytics. Let's go to Monday Night Football. Get a defensive lineman. I don't know how we're, but Chiefs are at Ravens, and Ooh. I'm sorry, but. Six games in here this week? That's five. Yeah, that's five. I said I, I wasn't Don't do that landing math on us. But I'm going to go with the reigning MVP. I say they keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands enough to where he can't, you know, destroy them. I, I think he's going to destroy that defense. But the Chiefs have a way worse defense than the Ravens have in my eyes. So I don't think. I get that. I'm going with the Ravens. It's out of Baltimore. There's no way Chiefs win. I mean, there's no. There, there is a way the Chiefs yeah. win here. Patrick but here's what I think happens. I still think in the long run the Chiefs will be better. Yeah. I think you're going to have to go through. Even if you have to go through Baltimore, you are, you're going to have to stop Patrick Mahomes. I like the Ravens to get it here to think they're all right because I think this is going to be the AFC Championship no matter when mm-hmm. it's all said and done with this weird ass season, unless we screw up and it ends up being. Shit, I don't know, the third wild card in the Colts or something. It'll be freaking weird. I'm going to go with the Ravens here, but I think the Chiefs will get them back later. I think this is going to piss off the Chiefs defense and get them going. Although Tyron Matthew will have a big game. I'll stick with the Ravens here. And here's what sucks is all these picks, for once, I'm not going to be surprised if I'm wrong this week. Oh, hell, I can go on five for all I know. That's all. And you'll still strut in here like you're the smartest man alive, and you're an idiot. So of course. your comment there doesn't matter. Well, you know what? I I hope I figured out this week. That's all. I can <laughs> say. But, well, let's pray we've got some some healthier players this week. But let's enjoy week three. We've got some big matchups. Like I said, I didn't even we didn't even get into the Saints and Packers here. Yeah, the fact that they didn't make the list should show you everything. It's a big, big week because we are getting close to the first quarter of the season being done and knowing what teams are. I love the fact, though, that I wouldn't put the Rams on here if they were open to. Enjoy week three, everybody, and we'll see you back here next week, hopefully without Reeves.